All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Run Your Mouth podcast. We're back in the shed, and we've got a large cast and crew of characters, so I'm going to introduce everybody, and then we're going to get I'm, I'm excited. This is the pre-Thanksgiving party episode. Uh, so first, we got the Shedcast boys. Say what's up. Yo, what's going on, yo? It's Mike Nice. You can see me on uh, Instagram, Mike Nice CT. Yo, ShedTech8 on Instagram, Shed Gang. There we go. Still out of jail, which we're going to get into in a second. <laughs> Sid? Sid Floyd, also living large. And then we've got Joseph Roberts, who uh, lost to Sid recently. That's true. No longer the uh, Smoke Out, Bug Out champion, but That's you know. True. We can still be cordial tonight. I don't think we're sitting next to each other, right? (laughs) Yep, we're right here. We're friends. That's cool. I I see them getting along. They're just training for the next one. And then uh, last week, oh wait, I'm at Bong Rips the Book. Everyone else got their Instagram out. It's a real picture-heavy podcast. There you go. Exactly. Oh shit, the headphones came off. (laughs) No, you know why? I realized. Already fucked up. No, no, no. Oh shit. (laughs) I'm hearing myself in the headphones, and not you guys. It makes no sense. It's like being on more drugs than I'm actually (laughs) on. (laughs) Why do you guys all sound just like me? (laughs) (laughs) And then we've got our our financial wizard. Uh, straight from Wall Street, works at the hedge funds. He's got the inside scoop. He's going to tell us what to short, what to long, but he can't tell us his name because they got regulators out there. They're policing the podcast world. They'll pull you down. They'll take your license. They don't want you letting us know what's going on. So what name were you going by for the... Scarfunkle? Scarfunkle. I think is what we decided on. Scarfunkle. Scarfunkle. It's like a Jewish Scarface. I get it. It makes sense. (laughs) Now, I got to say, I was very excited to come back to the shed, and I'm having a great time, but... This looks more shed than studio now. It looks like whoever shed you took over said, get the fuck out of my shed. <laughs> I need to continue storing my shit out here. Mike's what? dad. <laughs> yeah, we, we, can, we can phase out the song. Um, what's going on in here? It's taking a turn for the worse. Well, uh, actually, we spruced it up for when you guys came. <laughs> uh, we were thought we were done, we did. Okay. <laughs> yeah. so We made it look real good when you guys I came. I got the camp inspection day of the yeah, shed. That's like the first time you have sex with the chick, and mm-hmm. she shaves and really makes it special. And then by the second time, she's like there comfortable, and she's like, all right, we can be the real shed. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> now you're here. So where was time. all of the shed stuff stashed when I was here last? Because I thought you guys were running like a real studio in here. Jesus we had Christ. it behind. We had it behind. <laughs> but it was summer. It was summer, so for most of the summer, it stayed out. And you guys fed me enough drugs that I just didn't notice did. it every time I went to pee. I guess so. All right, that's yeah, cool. That might you, be you just out there pissing on your tools. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, oh, that's what that smell is in here. <laughs> All right, and now our financial wizard guest, uh, Scar, Scar, what was it? Scarfunk. Scarfunk. It's gonna take me a while. I'm sorry. This was great. So I mean, this is our, this is our big Starfunkel. This is our big blowout party episode. And I met him in the parking lot. And I, there's no parking lot. I met him in the driveway. And I'm pulling in the beers. And I was like, dude, we're having a fucking party tonight. There's no judgment here. Whatever fucking chemicals you want to ingest, you enjoy yourself. Mushrooms, pot, uh, uh, fucking Addies. acid. I don't know what's in <laughs> he was Joseph very gracious. Roberts. For the record. <laughs> yeah. I was very welcoming. And then we got into the shed. And it turns out he's sober. <laughs> He's smoking a backwood. <laughs> <laughs> that was the that was the best part. We were, oh, oh, sorry. Things are going sh- down. <laughs> Things are going the down. The shed comes alive. Was that the mushrooms or did something actually? No, that was the broom. Oh, that was the broom. Yeah, right. over capacity. Also a new addition. But I like that. We're at capacity. There you go. They said. I like that with all the partying we're doing, we were all concerned about the fact that he was going to smoke a Blackwoods. <laughs> Blackwoods. <laughs> no, I'm listen, I'm just happy to be invited. I'll be honest. You guys said you were going to party, and I was like, 
Sounds great, man. I'm in. Because you're a married man. You're living like real real world life. Oh, it's it's so domestic. It's crazy. We don't even have hard liquor in my house. It's like we have a bottle of wine that my wife has been nursing for six months. So Does that drive you going... does that drive you nuts? Like how is that still here? That would have been gone in one night. What oh, are you doing? If, if it was me yeah, yeah. That's not the way wine's supposed to be enjoyed. No. <laughs> wine's supposed to be enjoyed out of a box in the morning after a night of real drinking. I was going to say, you named your kid Wine? <laughs> <laughs> I got to ask you about, because uh, I saw this, I've only seen this twice. Um, I, I wonder how you guys handle it. Wow, this is going to be a bummer topic to start off, but fuck it. Um, <laughs> nice. I want to talk about beating your kids. So, no, I was on the train today and there was like this lady just being real shitty to her kid. Kid just needed to use the bathroom and he's just being like a fucking two-year-old and she's like grabbing his arm in a way that clearly kind of hurts and she's like quipping an a- like an asshole, I'm not taking to the bathroom you'll wait till the next stop have you guys like what do you have you guys ever had that where you're like you feel like you need to say something because the person's being such a piece of shit and like stand up for the kid but then you're too much of a pussy to do it because you're on a train and no one else is saying anything and then it's also like that's not my kid yeah that's the other thing where i feel like hey that's not my kid it's not my place to say anything i I don't think that's yeah i don't think that's not your kid that's not being a pussy it's like you don't want to intervene on someone else's parenting because that's their, it's like kids it's, are property. That's, really that's your, too. that's, that's, you know, for well, you to step in and tell them anything is like, unless uh, he's like, out, uh, you know. as a parent, I go to them for advice. I'll, if I see someone <laughs> mistreating their kid, I go, does, does that work? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, my mom used to uh, beat me in public. Really? Yeah. So did anyone now, ever come to your support? Listen, listen I got it, the whole story. So every mm-hmm. now and then the police would come to my door or our door. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, she beat the hell out of me after that. Like, like I called the police, you know, so I just leave them alone. You <laughs> your, know what I mean? Your mom was like, some people have live life love. Oh, and your yeah. mom has snitches get stitches up yeah, on the wall. Yeah, yeah. And the, the fucking, welcome mat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking cop show up. That just reminded her how pissed off she was. She's like, oh, yeah, I got to keep beating his ass. Just to let him know, let don't him know. don't be calling the cops on me. Don't be calling the cops on the me. The fuck's your problem, Joe Roberts? Yeah. See, I hate Joe Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> that damn Joe Bob getting beat again. <laughs> Bringing cops around. Yeah. Yeah, that's back when I was Joey Roberts. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, the how many, how many difference of Joe have you tried out? I mean, there are only a couple. You know, there's, I guess there's Joe, J, and Joe, J-O. J-R. <laughs> J-R. J-R's not bad. J-R's not bad with the cowboy hat. Yeah. yeah. So Jose? Yeah. I go by Jose sometimes. I'm south of the border. Jose Roberto. Jose Roberto. That's a good one for you. Yeah. yeah. That's what I do when I'm a telemarketer. It's me, your father. <laughs> <laughs> Roberto. Hey, this is uh, Jose Roberto. <laughs> I want to tell you about the insurance. <laughs> I've been. This is my new thing when you get like that automated call. Because I've noticed this in the new movie. You get an automated call. It'll be like, hey, this is Michael. I'm here. And if you just, if you stay on the phone for about three seconds, then it will connect it to the person who actually will try and sell you. So my new thing is when that person picks it up, I'll be like, hey, I really wanted to talk to Michael. <laughs> <laughs> and then they like, no, this is me, Michael. <laughs> no, they'll be like, oh, he's not available anymore. I was like, no, I really like what he was putting down there. I wanted to buy. Like I was I was into Michael's thing about revamping my mortgage. All right, fuck Michael's it, got great energy. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to talk for a minute. I want to hit this board. <laughs> That's actually how I got started in finance was cold calling robo mortgage. Oh, <laughs> I used to do cold calls oh, to sell abs. <laughs> you already have a blunt. There you go. Yeah, so tell us, up. what were, uh, what were, what was the low or what were the drugs that you were getting balls deep into that you had to get sober? So 
I did everything, but mostly I was a drunk, right? Like I was a okay. drunk that liked to dabble in other drugs. I was talking a little bit before. Like I've smoked crack a handful of times, but I was never a crackhead. Mm. Where I'm from, all the coke is cut with meth. So, you know, you do that. So it's you, dangerous. You might as well do the crack. It's the safer crack. option. Oh, dude, it's, if you guys have never, healthier. if you've never done meth, do meth like it is great i've never done it meth. is way more intense than anything you're gonna try it hurts for like a second it burns uh but oh man it's it's a wild ride Do you ever put meth in your butt <laughs> no no <laughs> wait what <laughs> i was like where you is never, this gonna no i've never done anything like you never that. boof some meth i don't know if you can do it that way hey, but the best way to do i got a friend i'm gonna call after this i'll tell you that much no, no wait is meth, meth is actually a fun drug <laughs> yeah man everything i've heard i think it checks out the exact opposite i've heard that it's like Not just fun. yeah it's just uh, click your teeth and clean your apartment and be nervous about shit oh there's definitely some of that that goes with it but, but it's fun at the at the time yeah, at the time it makes all that's, the sense in the world that's why people that do horrible. it man it, no it's it's good it's a good time I mean I've, I've never done meth but I've definitely had where I was on way too much Adderall and organizing paper clips made a lot they're of the same, sense the same drug it's compound. similar yeah if you ever had like ecstasy back in the day a lot of ecstasy was cut with meth really like, I only did uh, I only did ecstasy once, and it wasn't that much fun. But that was because I was hanging out with this chick. Because there wasn't enough meth in it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was hanging out with this chick, and I thought we were totally having a threesome. And then, like, at four in the morning, turns out he was just fucking his couch. Yeah. <laughs> no, at four in the morning, some other dude showed up and had sex with both of them, and I went home. <laughs> So I was just like, fuck ecstasy. This drug sucks. <laughs> Worst day of my life. I don't blame you, bro. That's the last time I... Okay. So, you know what? We started off and it took a depressing turn. We talked about beating your kids. We talked about having to get sober, which I'm sorry. So let's switch to an inspirational tale, which is the last time we were here. Techie was partying all night, despite the fact that he had a court summons. He had to show up and you somehow got away with it. So... Let our listeners know. How did you get away? Firstly, I don't remember what you what you got in trouble for. I'm pretty sure it was violation of probation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, violation so of probation. Have you wrote that rap song yet? It's got a good rhyme no. already. It's built in. I think about that. It's been that. written. It's been written. <laughs> it's been written. <laughs> B O P. But um, yeah, I had court the next day. I didn't go to sleep till maybe what four thirty in the morning. If you could even call that sleep, you were like fucking sitting in this chair. He doesn't remember that. What time did we podcast till? Like about we four or something. Probably four in the morning. Yeah, yeah. about four, right? Yeah. And then you guys dip because you, you guys because uh, it was because it was four in the morning. <laughs> and That's I also guys left. <laughs> I also needed to take a shit all night and went right to the I ninety five rest stop. Really? We watched the sunrise. Really? Like, yeah, we were, we were out here watching like <laughs> we were like watching the squirrels in the tree yeah. and shit, talking to your mom about. I don't yeah, even know what. Hilarious. It felt like a real high school moment that, I mean, my, my parents' house is a mile or two miles up the road, yeah. and I wanted to go back there to go to sleep so bad, but I was so fucked up, I was like, no, nah, I gotta drive back to my place. <laughs> <laughs> like you were, like, too yeah. fucked up to go to your parents' house, but you were like, I should drive. Done. It's, it's cool. I'll just drive back. It made sense home. at the time. I drove an hour home. Yeah. Man. Also, that kid who was hanging out with us drove home, too. Really? Hey, oh, for, uh, if there are any law officials uh, listening, oh, yeah. we were all clearly Zach. sober before. Uh, yeah, I don't want anymore. Zach, Zach, Zach showed yeah. up with a fucking half-drinking bottle of red wine. It yeah. was just like ready to fucking go. Yeah, all right, Techie. So you were telling us. So I court the next morning, went to sleep at about four thirty on a chair at the end of the shed. <laughs> and uh, I guess Mike Nice said, told his mom just in case that if I didn't wake up, come wake me up. And she did that, and I <laughs> fell back asleep. No. Yeah, and I woke up at about 11, 
I was supposed to be at court maybe probably 10 the latest. They want you there at 9. They want you there at 9, but that's bullshit. I don't show up at 9. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's when they want you. <laughs> no, I show up to court when I want to show up to court. I know how it works. If I'm going to jail, it's on my schedule, okay? So basically, like, I had a public defender, so uh, they do your thing last all the time because they want to get all the lawyers out of there first. But this time, I was up there. I was up at the top. <laughs> so they called my name, and I wasn't there. And I guess my public defender like went like just ham. It was like give him another chance, and they ordered a rearrest. But then I showed up at eleven thirty, <laughs> just, in, just in time for the rearrest. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, uh, they told me to uh, just hang on. They're gonna call my case back up. Did that. They were like, come back again with a bunch of paperwork for uh, drug classes and whatnot. And. Uh, our drug class is just a guy who's standing there. He's like, you know, you want to sell drugs? Just don't do that. No, it's <laughs> like uh, than that. two it's, two it's psychiatrists that don't get paid enough money with like a group fifteen people who <laughs> that all look exactly like you. No, 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 not it's, a, it's not of every single. It's yeah, so it's many like different a types rainbow, of people. rainbow of drug problems. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go to those. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that's the end of that. <laughs> they call it a. They call it a we've all been there. We've all been there. Intensive outpatient. Yeah. In so it's group yes. therapy. It's group Kinda. drug Work therapy with worksheets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. And it's, so, what, what are time. what are some? Okay, well, first is I just want to hear how you beat the court rap. So you didn't show up on time, and the public defender, because it was the first thing he had to do all day, he just had his cup of coffee. He was feeling the vibe. It was, she was a lady. She you. saw yeah, your right. cute face, and she's like, I can't be sending this guy to prison. So she gets up there, and she gives the speeches of speeches. Did you get the details from her afterwards <laughs> about what her no, performance was? He, about? he went. He he got his court re-brought up that same like, day and actually did the thing, the trial. But I want to know what right? this epic speech was. It was basically uh, like, yeah. uh, look Joseph at Joseph Roberts, you want to take a chance at this epic speech? <laughs> can we can we put on epic courtroom speech music? No, I want to hear. He's up hear. on a drug charge and he doesn't show up on time. And she pleads to not just get a guilty charge and at least give him a second. Well, it's not even a second chance because you did a you did a pro B. What was that uh, get out of jail free card you guys were telling me about the last time? Uh, it, the AR. Oh yeah, you had already done AR. So yeah, this I'd is not. This. So you've, you've already used your your get out of jail jail free card. <laughs> yeah. Then you show up to court late after violating probation, which means you got hit a second time. They ordered a no, rearrest, but they didn't rearrest him but they because he was there. They he didn't go up. through on it though, because you were already at court. Yeah, if I would have not shown up, they would have definitely. Did you go, Your Honor? I'm only late because I was doing more drugs last mm, night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was taking I didn't my say drug anything. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything. Yeah, I had the you plead the very smart. <laughs> smart, <laughs> just dead best, silent. Uh, like, sir, smart. we asked you a question. <laughs> no, because like they already know like what the whole case is and everything. It's just a. It's awful. You're like, charge. you didn't need my input. Yeah, no. I don't even I, need to be here, Your Honor. The best thing I did was not open my mouth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At but, this uh, point, though, it is all for a weed charge. So it's, it's just kinda, a bunch of... Been, it's kind of stupid. It's a bunch of continuances. Okay. So basically, you show up. They're like, oh, get this. We'll go come back next month. And then you come back next month with that. And they're like, oh, maybe get this, too. What and is then by this? the time like, you're done... Uh, I don't know. So, like, uh, I, was a, I had a drug charge. So it would be the IOPs, the intensive outpatient classes, the drug classes. Which so you've I've, taken. Oh, yeah. I'll All wait until right. he's done with his, Yeah, though. so it's basically three days a week. I want to hear... Let, let's go... Uh, Joseph Roberts, you can uh, you can be the judge on this. I want to go. Char- I want to go character for character. To pick the top three characters that were here in class, and we'll we'll go with who- <laughs> whose class was better. 
What? Is this just between them or anyone who's been to Iowa? Oh, you guys have also been? Yeah. Fine, I'm changing the rules. <laughs> I got some shit. Just, <laughs> everyone can name three. I want to know the best character that existed in any of these classes. Isn't that a breach of... Uh, Confidentiality? Yeah, dude. It's I feel like shit. everything yeah, we do on this podcast that. is... Uh, do what I did. Not... Make up names. Make up clearly fake names. Yeah, he's here. Nah, as... I was, uh, oh, I don't know any names. The best guy there was Clanvis. He was like a... <laughs> 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 I, the one guy that I was with was a limo driver, and he was a meth head. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. <laughs> and, and, I, and I happened to run into him at the gas station once, and I avoided him. Yeah, he had his limo. <laughs> but that's got to be the. Can you imagine sitting in traffic on meth <laughs> with that a thirty foot car yeah. <laughs> and a gun under your seat? Yeah, you know? like, right. I fucking Probably. put snacks back there. Give me the fucking yeah. snacks and bugs under your skin, man. That's fucking. <laughs> That sounds like a nightmare. Imagine calling a fuck for for a limo and that guy shows up though, and you're like, "Oh, we know each other." Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Do you have no. any coworkers you can send? I don't know about this. Like, nah, he gets you there the fastest. Hands down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know right. you rented me for four hours, but I'm gonna get you to your destination in thirty nine minutes. Uh, techie, throw some characters at us. All right. So I had some very eventful African Americans on in my class. What do you mean by eventful? They didn't care about the class at all. So they, what the they audacity. would do, what they would, <laughs> 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 so what they would do would, they did would they call, smoke weed. Did they call the psychiatrist teach? No, they would say miss. <laughs> what? Miss. Miss? They would oh, never so say her whole name. Offensive. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is that okay? and, uh, this woman went to medical school and then residency, like. Uh, right. But she failed out that she ended up right. in public. Is it better than Doc? IOP, is it better right. than Doc? What? Is it better than Doc? I don't know. Like, listen, Doc. Yeah, well, that's like out of a Bugs Bunny cartoon. <laughs> listen, Doc, I'm doing meth on my weekend. <laughs> so Let's they wrap would, this up. I got a limo to drive. <laughs> they, they didn't care about any of it, so right. they would smoke weed beforehand in the parking lot. And during the break, they would smoke weed, and they would just bring somebody else's clean piss. That's dope. Did you ever say to them? That's always funny. I wish I could do it. I, did it right. I thought I would get, get caught. But they would tell me stories about how they would get their nephew, maybe three, four years old, to piss in a bottle, and they would bring yeah, hand warmers. Yeah, but tell them how you'd be getting, passing the piss test. I told them I was going to get my weed card for about a month, and then I got my weed card. Yeah. Oh, and so then, he never had to pass a uh, test. Cause. Oh, because once you have the weed card, you can legally. Yeah, yeah, they were like, "Well, your insurance isn't going to cover it if you have it legally," so they dropped me. And that's also what got me off of uh, the court shit. Because for that duration of time, you had the weed card, and so technically you were able to legally smoke weed. But well, no, 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 no. Afterwards, he was, he as was I was getting classes, it, yeah. And then he got his weed card, and then I was still going down though. Like, like I was right, going well. down in my levels, in my THC levels, and then. I got but down to a isn't, I would have thought weed is like, you know, booze is legal, but you can get in trouble in a way where they monitor your booze yeah. intake. Yeah. They're not allowed. To, so I would think like if you get in trouble for you don't have something weed related. Yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah. that's what my lawyer told me originally for, like a couple of years ago was that if you go to anything like a probation officer or a therapist or anything, they can't say you uh, can't do this drug because they're not doctors. You were legally prescribed that drug. So, uh, say a probation officer or a judge. I mean, I guess a judge could because 
No, nah, but if, you, if it comes if up, you prescribe Xanax and you could take, you could have benzols come up in your fucking. Test. So you just need yeah. a good psychiatrist. That's the, that's <laughs> yeah, the moral of the story. Nowadays. Or a bad psychiatrist. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bad psychiatrist. <laughs> I had a psychiatrist once who would just prescribe you anything. He was 87 years old. He was running like a Medicaid racket. He had 10 minute appointments. It got to the point where he was like so Alzheimer-y. You, like if you, you, you stop caring about appointments, you would just show up when you needed your next script and like stand in the hallway. But one time, because I did that, I couldn't get a hold of the guy, so I just showed up, right? And there was this lady standing in the stairwell. Do you ever see that uh, Simpsons episode where like they changed the flight route to over the house? No, no, no one saw that. No. Okay. Mm-hmm fun episode you should go watch it uh <laughs> there's a great scene when homer simpson just walks off the roof he's trying to like hit the planes with a with a broom and mm-hmm. then there's also lisa she's like rocking back and forth crying in the stairwell there was a lady exactly like that she was <laughs> holding her her legs up shaking back and forth and going she's talking to me about how connecticut's trying to take her guns away <laughs> but oh that she God. loves this doctor because you just show up and he'll give you the max amount of Xanax. and i was like that psychiatrist at their best okay so you were telling us about so the best character in your class were these black dudes who showed up and they didn't give a shit they're like i'm doing drugs fuck you teach yeah i ain't never given my piss to a drug test i passed about five drug tests you just get some clean pee and a little like hand sanitizer bottle you can put i thought they uh, they don't watch you pee i mean like for a job or nothing like i ain't never been a Ah, uh, they definitely do when you get in trouble, though. When yeah, I, what if you just got like a little dick, dude? Pro- probation officers, they do. Yeah, what if you can't pee well, when someone's watching you? Yeah, I just got like this they don't fuck. Shit, they will stand there and watch you. No, but what if it's true? They will milk it out of you. I'm like, yo. They'll milk it? Oh, that's better. They'll milk it out of you. What do you think this is? Do you think I should get that checked out? No, oh, no, you can have that shy bladder. It's called. I'm think. I think. Well, I, heard I don't that know. Term. I think I heard that term. Yeah, I don't you know. can't be shy bladder at a fucking parole or Wait. probation office. Why don't they just do blood? You. What? Why don't they just do blood or hair? Because it costs too much to test, and, and hair. Oh. Isn't. It goes too, and it goes way too far back too. If you're like testing hair, I think you yeah. can go back years. Guy, they so check they, the rings. So they have to test. <laughs> so they have to test piss. Yeah. So what do you do? Like you can even just tape like the bottle, I guess, to your dick or whatever. Something like that. Yeah. You get a wizenator. You gotta have a thick one for that. What? <laughs> you <laughs> mean to, uh... to fucking tape it to your dick? I do it right to the leg with a little uh, you tape it to hand the inside. warmer you tape t- to it too, so that it stays warm. Honestly, uh, the last I guess got like cocky. In the last few, I just put it right in my underwear, you know, because uh, you know, they're the probably not testing the temperature because they're probably taking the sample, throwing it in like wherever anyway, and, well, it's, and it's losing temperature as it, as you speak. You know, that's what, what I mean? the hand warmers for. Yeah, I but I'm saying for when up. you do it, but when they get it, they probably just put in a cabinet and it sits there, so then it loses it. temperature anyway. For the now, they gotta test it within four minutes. It checks off and says that it stayed the temperature between fucking ninety. Eight and really? 104 degrees Fahrenheit four for the minutes, first. No, they, every time there's a marker. So like, when I did when I took a test for like my last job, um, I you get like this little. It looks like a vial of coke, and mm-hmm. fucking you, it's like obviously one where they're not watching you. It only works, and it happened to work for me. But like you like pour this shit into like a solution that's like synthetic urine, and you pour this fucking powder in, and it heats it up to. I eat more mushrooms. Absolutely. Thank you. You don't got to ask me. They're not mine. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, like, you got to, it, it's like a heat catalyst. And, it, uh-huh. and like, if you put in too much, it'll be, like, 150 degrees. And they'll be like, yeah, you need to go to the emergency room. Really? <laughs> yeah. <we're> like, <laughs> but if you, don't, if you don't do it right, then it might not be hot enough. So you got to add the correct amount. That's All right. Crazy. I'm going to steer this back. 
So your character were the uh, we're gonna do everyone names one character. Oh. We're gonna compete them. I already oh, forgot who was your character again. The limo driver. The limo, limo driver. driver. All right, you had black dudes who didn't give a shit. Showed up smoking weed. What do you got for us, Sid? Oh man, um, you had your prep you know, time. Yeah, no. Well, I, I do. I thought it was three. So now I gotta pick between the the. Um, all right, there was this one dude who was what color was he? White. He oh. was um, <laughs> he was a dope head, and uh, he like was talking like real positive you know how it, it i don't want to say they get but like for the first couple of weeks they're all like yo man life is great you know you don't know it's like so he was like that and then uh this one this one day he showed up with a fucking pit bull to the class dude in the and no one like and wanted he's like, to tell me i can't do drugs dude <laughs> yeah he's like n- like no one really like was saying anything to him because he was such a nice guy and he's just sitting in there with a huge dog next to him and everyone's like yo what the fuck and then someone was like yo you gotta like take that dog and he's like why man she's doing like she's doing fine and then and then they were like well like she's got a you problem can't bring too your dog in here he goes i found her on the way in and i was like yo <laughs> They should have respected that. Dude, that's what they're all about. He was just trying to rescue a dog. He was having some empathy. So the one chick kind of did. And then, like, when this dude, the, the fucking head dude, Barry, came in, he was like, nah, the dog's got a cow. And fucking, um. Barry was not having Dude, and, and so he put the dog in the car. And then, like, every few minutes, he kept, like, leaving class to go out and, like, check, check the on car. the dog. <laughs> and, like, yo, so then we were like, yo, it's like, if he was getting high, that would be how you did it. Next week he shows up, fucking dead, like knotted out. Uh, in he class. was doing good. He showed up until they class took that dog though, away from him. <laughs> so they made the dog not take a drug class. Yeah. With him. I like that his excuse though, like when they were like, "You can't bring your dog." Yeah, like he was it. like, "It's not the dog's not the issue. It's that it's my dog." Yeah. It's like it's not my dog. It's I fine. Just I found it. It. <laughs> Joseph, have you had to take any of these rehabilitative classes? Nah, man. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> there you I go. Fucking uh, take acid, walk around. So we come back yeah, to you. Yeah. So right. mine was, was part of. Yeah, mine was part of a juvenile deferment program. So I was nice. in it with all kids under eighteen. How old were you? I don't know, 15, 16. Oh, so your drug, oh, your drug okay, usage yeah. goes way back. Oh, yeah, I started using when I was 12. Oh, dude, I thought you were like doing this on Wall Street and then you took a fucking class yeah, with a bunch of 15-year-old kids, like, <laughs> like Billy Madison. <laughs> what was going on at 12 then? Because, like, I, I mean, I did a lot of... I smoked and drank a lot in high school, but I didn't start, I guess, until s- junior year. So what's that, like 16? Yeah. And it's funny, I still look down at the 12-year-olds like, what the fuck's wrong with you? I was, I was drinking when I was 12, though. Yeah, yeah, so I started when I was 12. I mean, I was... Young for my grade, plus I got bumped up a couple grades. So in twelve, I was uh, in in uh, in eighth grade. So they're ninth grade, something like that. And we were going to the high school for uh, for sports stuff, and I got hooked up with some bad high school kids, and then I became the bad high school kid. Because you were just trying to be cool. I was just trying to fit in. Well, yeah. Basically, what I'm doing tonight. This is this is exactly how I got. So it's like, oh, you guys are partying. I guess I'm cool with that. Can well, I just hang out with you? So give a guy some drugs. Yeah. He said he wants to be cool. <laughs> but mine, I had I was the lamest fucking kid Dude, in that he's class. Twelve. So there's like thirty. There was thirty kids. Yeah, what if I was twelve right now? This doesn't to be twist at the end. Like, right, thanks for coming in. Have this fun. was the beginning of the drug journey. Yeah. Some Chris sort of a weird fucking loop. <laughs> That's why I won't do any drugs. I 
was the lamest kid in that class, right? Because everyone's going around. It's all like, you know, minor possession or fucking underage drinking. And it gets to me. And I was in the class for illegal dumping, for illegally dumping my beer cans in my uh, neighbor's uh. garbage can. What? <laughs> there's, like, there's like 30 kids in a row. That's possession. a real thing? That's a real fucking thing that you can get. So everybody went around. And, I'm here for possession, possession. Who ra- your neighbor drinking, ratted you out? Minor drinking. Yeah, my neighbor ratted me out. I was a fucking... Teenager dumping beer cans in yeah. his. How no, many beer cans you wouldn't you dump it in, in your this? own garbage can. It sounded yeah. like if you took a shit in his garbage can that that would be something that like maybe you could. I always him. wanted to do. I mean, this doesn't exist anymore. But remember coffee table books? Yeah. I wanted to do a coffee table book of me taking a dump by no dumping signs. That's huh. dope. But you should make that just a toilet a book. Those are still a thing. Yeah, toilet oh, books toilet are still. I got a, a quote. I got a whole memo pad of quotes for my toilet book. Yeah. Yo, they could be under one of pictures the quotes, of him taking dumps. One of the quotes <laughs> is my tattoo artist telling me, you could do anything you want. You could make a toilet book. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you that every Wall Street firm, like, lobby has one of those, co- one or two of those coffee table books in it. So don't listen. Dude, I've done my art. Get, my, go for it. My art, yeah. my art. I've it's got a, the connects. If you want to make a coffee table book, I will introduce you to... I don't, the coffee table yeah. that's more promising than anything that's happened in my comedy career yet so <laughs> is that just like meeting guys in the bathrooms at Wall Street offices <laughs> no no you gotta meet this guy he reads this book every day <laughs> alright so who do you got for us in terms of uh, weird characters from it was all just fucking kids man like uh, okay. you know so what, there wasn't anybody there was no like methed out limo drivers or anything it, it was, was kids who were like dream. I was smoking weed cause I'm 16 so it's not really a problem I just want to get the fuck out of this class alright so just to totally change topics here cause that's what we do you know we throw something out we talk about it for a little while and then we go fuck that topic you're rocking the sweatpants what changed in the last three years that sweatpants are like fucking trendy now they have expensive sweatpants. People just wear, like, how do you feel? I don't even wear sweatpants at home. I feel like I'm a bum if I'm at home wearing sweatpants. You know what's good about pants? I'm just going to say it. <laughs> you know when you get too fat? I had to open up my pants today. I had to show up here. I had to mm. sit down in my chair and go, if I'm doing mushrooms, I have to unloose this button because I'm not going to mm. sit here on mushrooms with my fat just squeezing against my button. <laughs> and that lets me know, hey, buddy, you got to go on a fucking diet. This is getting out of control. You don't even fit in your own fucking pants. Lose some weight, you fucking fatty. But that never happens with sweatpants. <laughs> You're wearing sweatpants. You can just go forever. Like, you know how much stretch those things? Like, sweatpants, I mean, Seinfeld covered it a million years ago with that episode. It's just the ultimate in giving up. But we, we, it's like a cultural loop now where people are just out there wearing their sweatpants. They're wearing fancy sweatpants. What the fuck happened? It's fancy sweatpants. It feels good, dude. You hate comfort. Is that way it's it's like some yeah. weird uh, Puritan Catholic thing that yeah. I have in me that like I'm like you you're, you're not supposed to be that comfortable. Right, I'm wearing fucking fat. I'm wearing big girl Uggs right now because uh, I just like the way they feel. You know what I mean? I'm all about decadence. I don't like those at all. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm the new guy. Frank's gonna come out and say it, man. Those are those are not cool. They feel great. And I like your your. Oh no, you also you got the matching hugs. I was gonna say they're rocking manly ass boots. Hell yeah. Or he's rocking girly ass she boots. Was, like, let's, yeah. call, rocking yeah, dude. let's call a spade a spade. You I are love... wearing girl shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also wearing girl underwear. <laughs> What's the problem? Harrington <laughs> pointed out that part of what made sweatpants acceptable is that the same way women will rock some serious cleavage, you know, and attract some attention to themselves by going, hey, look at my big old boobies. 
black dudes started rocking the gray sweatpants to be like, yo, check out my fucking dick. I might not have no money. I might not have money for nice pants. I like that black guy voice. <laughs> <laughs> but I got a nice turtle going on in my... Yeah. So, turtle. <laughs> yeah, turtle had poking out. Yeah. But, I guarantee you no black guy's I, ever called it a turtle. <laughs> but it's a tortoise. As my white friends... <laughs> So, you know, you guys are more in the know than I am. What's going on here? It's well, a ritual tap. The thing is, the how much do you think these cost? Wait, your sweatpants? Yeah. Oh, those are garbage no. sweatpants. They're nothing. How much do you think these ones cost? You can get those at uh, Marshalls tomorrow. No. $45. What? Those are $45. That's more than my fucking jeans, because, dude. Because because these these are the official champion ones. And that's why I'm, I'm just letting you know why they're cool. I'm not saying, I'm not giving any excuse why I bought them. I'm letting you know why they're cool. Okay. Because that's what I'm here for. Because the they have the reinforced waistband. Okay. They have the. the and he um, could tuck them into his shoes. Those look like a homeless person <laughs> the wore them before. Well, these are old. Wait, these, are, these are years old. They last. So it's got, it's got the, the good, the good um, ankle support where it's tight on the ankle. You can go hiking and it's got in these the back pockets. Yeah. And it has a back pocket. That's cool. It's got a wallet. I'm just letting pocket. you know why. So you can no, put your wallet You got the cheaper ones. With the champion sign where there's no red in it, that's that's the cheaper version. What? No. Wait, wait, wait. So if I go to a Walmart and I buy champion gear. <laughs> you ain't getting these at Walmart. You're not, getting, no, like, you're not getting these at come, Walmart. They'll come without the red? Yeah, most likely. That's the sign? For yeah, but within... those are the those aren't like worse. They're just the cheaper version. It's like, it doesn't, it's like a, a less, uh, it's a thinner material. How nice do you, do you have to actually dress nice at work? Oh yeah, champion. absolutely. Yeah, what the, the 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 holdouts on still having to dress nice is basically doctors, sales professionals who are actually showing up to offices, Wall Street and lawyers. Yeah, That's so basically... I'm like uh, I'm like business casual uh, if which, I'm not seeing I... clients, but if there's clients in my office, which is basically every day, it's full suits. So here's the. It, Business casual becomes the most annoying standard because if I got to wear a suit, I get it. I got to wear a fucking suit. I buy however many suits it is. I get my ties. I get it. Business casual like walks this other line where it's more of a bug out where you got to buy like those nice shirts. Basically, you got to tuck them into the pants. You got to get like those Cole Haan Zero shoes. I, li- I like that his his yeah. threshold is like fucking tuck your shirt in. <laughs> so, yeah. No, it gets a little more like uh, it's like a little bit more of a gray area where I feel like it's a bug out. Man. I don't mind that look, though. I kind of like, like that vibe. Blazer with sleeves up yeah. halfway, you know? Yeah, like blazer with sleeves up That way you let yeah, people same. know, like, what? I'm a working blazer really with hard, jeans. but I yeah. also yeah. do a chore if you need yeah. me to. Yeah. Want me to change I, that I light bulb? but I could. <laughs> you, know? yeah. you don't just, uh, you don't pull the sports jacket on the back of your, uh, like, desk chair moves, so you just always have a jacket if you need it? <sighs> no, because when I'm, you know, when you're wearing suits, it's all, everything matches. Uh, I have a jacket in my office in case I need it if something comes up, but... Nah, you have a trench coat. In case something comes I do up. have a. Tr- I ha- so is it a matching trench I, coat? <laughs> I have one of those like uh, boring big gray trench coats, but I also have one of those like Burberry fucking classic raincoats. And every time I wear it, people are like, "Yo, that's a dope, dope trench coat." And I'm like, "Yeah, it is." But my secret is my father-in-law just gave it to me. Like I did not, I did not buy it. It's like totally hand me down. It only kind of fits. It's a good deal. He wore man. it first. Yeah, he oh, wore okay, it. He was like one. a he was a C-suite executive, so he had yeah. all this shit, and I just stole it from him. I feel like all trench coats are hand me downs for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I got one. Right? Did got, you buy it? To, no, my dad gave it to me. <laughs> See? <laughs> See, all yeah. trench coats end up as hand me downs. It's got to be hard to find a store that sells someone trench just coats. stops yeah. wearing that. You get, style. You know, you put it on one day, and it's like, ah, oh, this is pretty dope. <laughs> 
and then it goes out from there. <laughs> Unless it's like an army trench coat. That's even better, I guess. That's intense. You can hide in the woods with it. All right. You hide in plain sight. Yeah. I can't. But a trench coat. <laughs> oh, you can shit. hide in the woods. Say, where'd you go? Coat. Yeah, I didn't see yeah. you there. You're not going like, to be well hidden. But you look like a yeah, bunch of garbage bags. You can, you can creep gray. in it. You could creep in it. Creep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'll, t- I'll tell you the creepy thing that I've been doing. That <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm going by a Smooth fake name. I'm going to tell you like one Meth creepy was thing. Nothing. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just scratch a lot. And, um, so every morning as like kind of a stress reliever before work, I will walk to Central Park and I have some Cops bird. some meth. <laughs> <laughs> just get fucking blasted off before the office. No, no, I bring my, uh, I bring my bird watching binoculars and I walk to Central Park and I do like just 10 minutes of creeping on birds. Every single morning, I bird watch. Oh, it's the best. It's man. not creepy at all. I don't know shit about birds though. So people will like ask uh, me. I, they'll cool, ask so. me. They'll be like, "Bird what watching you... is the world's gayest hobby." <laughs> I used yeah. to, as a joke in high school, <laughs> I put a bird watching like guide of the world on my wall just to <laughs> creep people out. Like, what the that. fuck is wrong with you? I have a book like, like the that. migration patterns of who, sh- what birds show up in New York and yeah. what season. <laughs> yeah. All right, you are basically a bird watcher. I bird, <laughs> I bird watch. You knew all the. Patterns. I bet every person who's ever been into bird watching is just trying to repress their drug addiction. <laughs> nah, man, there's a whole community. It's called uh, eBird. Okay. It's like the Facebook for bird watching. Um, and it's like a whole community of You can people. meet the other pedophiles. <laughs> dude, have you been to the Audubon, the, the coastal Oddly, center up here? Yeah. Oh, it's dope. Oddly enough, dude, there's a lot of people that are like kind of just ridiculously normal. What's the bird you've seen where you're like, fuck yeah, I got well, to see that bird. Well, I'm a mass, like I'm a huge bald eagle fan. I go to the Eagle Observatory once or twice a year because my grandfather used to take me there. Cool. Yeah. But um, I saw one in, in the wild the other day. He's, he uh, lives on this lake uh, that like right where I moved. I like vultures but, uh, a lot. I find see vultures. Them all the time. Are, yeah, because you get turkey vultures yeah, around they here. They dive at speeds of like fucking 45 miles They're an creepy hour. as all hell. Big time. Um, but I think the coolest thing is um, a pileated woodpecker, because they're like, you know, they're like Woody the woodpecker. Like they right. make like this crazy laughing noise, and you don't usually see them. <laughs> sort of like that. And, uh, but yo, they're like <laughs> spot on. Um, that was my, be- that was my yeah, best yeah. Woody the woodpecker. What did Woody the woodpecker actually sound like? I, I did not I did not hit that well. No, it was like I definitely did not get it well. Pretty close. Can you play uh, yeah, can YouTube of Woody the woodpecker? But also, what, I'm I'm sorry, no, and then we'll go gonna, back to that. Um, I emailed you over. Um, I had a couple random YouTube videos I wanted to play. So if you could pull up um, a few of the timestamps, we're gonna get to that in a minute. But you're telling us about the best birds you've seen out there in the wild. Well, pileated woodpecker is just cool because you don't see it a lot. Um, but it's like an 18 inch tall woodpecker, so it's Dang. like a it's like a hawk, but it's a fucking it's just massive. And when it it sounds like someone's like sh- doing roofing when they're like hitting a tree in the woods, it's like someone's got a nail gun. Still? Yeah. Wow. What about you? What what was a bird <laughs> that like you'd be like, this is what exciting is that I got to catch this bird. I like any type to catch it. <laughs> <laughs> to catch a bird. Pokemon I meant just style. to like you know <laughs> yeah. that you're like I got to see this bird. I like any type of wading bird, right? So mm. any type of like egret or heron. Yeah. I love it, but I'm actually not that good at bird watching though because I'm colorblind so like <laughs> you know <laughs> that's the best part about yeah. seeing birds you can be like oh it's a blue bird like, look at that yeah. it's yeah. a red bird on that bird I'm oh like my God. I don't know about all that man it's uh but any type of wading bird man yeah. those are beautiful just the grace on those things especially you see them like gliding <laughs> when they like drag their legs over the water as they're flying oh it's they got like the weird way that their legs just sit long and parallel like yeah. it's like odd as shit my grandma's got a uh a bird feeder outside of her window. Yeah. There's something nice about it. You yeah. just stare at them. 
I love oh. seeing a big fucking bird. We saw an owl one night while we were fucking tripping, driving around. Owls are freaky. It was crazy. It was like this fucking big off the table, and then it didn't. It was staying there until we saw it, and it like looked at us, saw it, us see it. It was like I'm out. Man, it was <laughs> good. <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. Did at least looked, do the creepy even. head turn for you? Yeah. Yeah, he turned his do, fucking right? head around and everything. You realize how big it is once it starts flying, it's too. It's crazy huge, because we yeah. drove... It was, like, on this sign, and we just drove right past it. I was like, holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It was crazy. It is amazing how yeah. big some birds are when you see them, it, and, like, oh. up up close. In per- right. Oh, it's amazing. I've seen Hawks one that got uh, annihilated. <laughs> it must... Because it was, like, 30 feet off the road, but it must have got hit by a car. I think it was like this big, like kind of. Fa- I don't know. It was a you falcon. You sent me a, a snap, right? Yeah. You're like, Yo, not- Rob, identify this. Yeah. <laughs> I did, and I didn't know what, but it was huge, and the the talons on it were like almost an inch long. It was. I mean, it, I mean, it looked. I mean, it was dead, but right. it was beautiful. I could tell. <laughs> but it was. Yeah, it was huge, but- with that Let's hear shit. original Woody. Let's hear that. <laughs> Yeah, you nailed it. Uh, now he hits it. He does it three times before the. Well, you ran out of breath. No, I thought. Smoking I, and I, stuff. No, I thought he had the. <laughs> yeah. That's true. He wasn't. He was smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Short and sweet. Smoking a bar. Short and sweet. I gotta double back and go. Actually, I want to say uh, I saw an Oriole in the in on a roof. In the wild. Time. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. They st- they didn't like. It's not a ballpark. They started showing up back up here, and I saw one in Norwalk. I was on a roof. And the way the sound that they make is like they sing, and it actually sounds like beautiful. Do you see the monk parrots? Do you ever watch? Yeah, over here, dude. Those motherfuckers. They're out here. here. They got nests out here. My goal in life is to catch one of these fucking things and like keep it as a pet. What is a monk parrot? So they're these green parrot. It's a parrot. They're green. They're from South America. Nobody knows how they got to America, right? Like maybe they stowed away. No, I know. Well, this is the rumor. That there was um, a truck that was cut that was um, going them to pet stores. They were giving them to pet stores, oh, and they, it crashed they, on ninety five. No, they broke free, man. It was like a Toy Story they, movie. Yeah, before they were making those movies, they knew what they That's were doing. Right. And they, then, but they said that they would die for, over the winter because they never had to face cold weather before because they're no. South American. Scientists parrots. are fucking stupid. And then what they did was they fucking adapted, <laughs> built nests, and kept warm, and they yeah. survived. So we're talking like thirty five years later, like there's a natural true. breeding population of South. American nah, you don't want to bright you don't want to trap parrots. those things they want to be out there they'll fuck <laughs> yeah. up your shit mm. it's it is it is pretty amazing though yeah it's like not a lot of people know about that. well they're now it's a, a problem with like the power companies because yeah, they, they, they build their nests yeah. in the transformers yeah. and so and they're massive nests too. yeah they're trying to they're trying to get rid of them they've been trying to get rid of them forever but that's my story <laughs> they're here no you're right they're here not a lot of people know they're about 100 feet that way exactly they well, they live out here all right, so now to transition to the news a little bit, we do uh, tend to get into the news on the show. Um, I was seeing people were saying that they did a bullshit chant at the last Trump rally, which got me really excited. That sounded like it was a lot of fun, but I, could, I couldn't find it. I tried to watch a little bit of the video, and I got to say, one of the most annoying things with YouTube right now is anytime you're looking for original source material... Like the first four things will be, you know, you get MSNBC, then you get some fat chick talking in her apartment doing commentary. The Young Turks. They yeah, label, exactly. They label their videos as if it's that video. Yeah, but you works. never get the original source material. So I couldn't find him um, doing the. I saw him tell, calling the inquiry bullshit, but I caught the epic Trump slip that I haven't heard anyone else comment on the news yet, which is if you. I sent you the link of the full rally. 
If you go to 11 minutes and 52 seconds, you're not in your email, so you're not going to see it there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what email? What email? <laughs> I don't know. Check, check the inbox. Yeah, go to the <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess I, I, it's on me. It's not there. Let me resend it. You resend uh, that statement. Yeah, I resented it. It was rude. <laughs> <laughs> he just like housed him down, tried to bring him down, to, tried to bring him down to text six, and he's over here like, "What the fuck?" Oh, wait, oh, he's got it. No, justified. Eleven fifty-two, first one right there. Thanks, Mike. You're welcome. Love you, Tech. Hell yeah. Well, actually, before uh, you see now, he threw the hat out. Before we get into <laughs> like odd job from fucking <laughs> you, you've worked some sales gigs, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've done In a ton of sales stuff. All right, what what sales gigs have you done? So I've done obviously financial sales, okay. uh, and what I do now. I used to work at a car rental company where I had to sell people when they came in uh, on car insurance, that kind of bullshit. And then right. my first sales job was door-to-door water softeners. That sounds terrible. Oh, man. That's a real thing, though. People really need that. We had to get it at our yeah. apartment of Waterbury. Yeah. Uh, water, no, hair. water softener is a great product. A lot of hard water around it. But it's, it's a tough I'm, sell because it's, bi- it's a big ticket item. Right. Right. It's a couple thousand dollars for like a, for like a decent one. Yeah. Uh, and... You know, people, it's not like on people's minds. So you got to be like, hey, have you ever noticed that your water sucks, dick? And they're like, uh, <laughs> no. Or the water, <laughs> notice your water's too hard. <laughs> or like when the yeah, water, water is hard as fuck, dog. <laughs> when you uh, put the water on hot as fuck and it comes out white. Yep. Yep. That's, that's hard water. That's hard water. Oh, that's hard water. <laughs> that's hard water. It's lime deposit. Oh, or if it starts <laughs> off white and then it goes to clear, that's no, hard water. Like, that oh, might fuck. be just like hard water. Your pipes. Yeah, water. man. You might want to get that checked out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there's little it's mermaids l- and clouds. That's what happens to my hair. But uh, I would, so I would book these. I would uh, go so to Home Depot and I'd be one of those those dudes with like the Home Depot stands. And I'd be like, hey, man, I'm glad you're looking for light bulbs today. But have you ever thought about your fucking water? So then I'd book an appointment. I'd go to their house. I'm just a gay water salesman. I'd go to people's houses and I'd like set up this kit and I'd show I do we do like an ice cube test and then we do a uh we do like a test with some fucking rags and I'd be like, Oh my god, look at how hard your water is, homie. I don't even know how you fucking live in this. And then, and then uh I'd try and then I'd be like, listen, if you wanna survive this will. This is gonna change your life. And honestly, it does, like you've, you, you can say because you've lived in hard and soft water. Like you can. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> Yo, real shit. You've been there. Like, you, you lived that hard water life. I, I'm joking about it, but it's a fucking life changer, man. The oh, only man. downside is if you have we high cholesterol, it does add salt to your water and it might kill you. <laughs> well, it definitely makes your hair fall out for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's like, what happens to me. It's that hard water. Dope. I have great genetics. Is your water too hard for you <laughs> um, he goes apps. i have great genetics <laughs> you sell mobile, I sell mobile apps to businesses i had to come up and be like yo you need to be able to reach your customers better and it's like a mobile app and, i got a piece uh, so customized you guys just like, customized for them it literally, it's literally just like uh their mobile website you would convert it for them though like yeah, for their yeah, specific we would do all that be like we got a whole team here to take care of you and it's just like felt so good to take money from business owners. You know, I was like, these guys are so did rich. They just go like, pissed together. <laughs> yeah, they did. Get a hold yeah. of dick. He I goes, did. Uh, bathroom break, girls. When I was in high school, I sold those like discount cards for my for my football team. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I set the the state record 
for selling these things two years in a row. I broke it my second year, and I was like, I'm pretty much the best. And now looking back, I'm like, what a fucking loser. Did you get a lot- <laughs> I was like, I was just the worst. But I, like, I'm like, a, I'm a salesman to the bone. I love it. Did so you get a lot of... Did you get a lot of pay, uh, playing time out of that? No. No? Not even a little bit. No. Did, did hey, he, just, he just lined their pockets. <laughs> yeah, he just lined the pockets of big school. So he goes <laughs> big <laughs> school. <laughs> Go, going back to my uh, underage drug use, so I got busted, obviously. Cutting up Coke earlier. with one of the gift cards. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I got suspended for, for a season, right? So I, I was like, oh, fuck, I don't want to miss football season. Mm. So I, I signed up for track so I could serve my suspension during track season, uh, and I got my suspension done with and then That's i got smart. busted doing drugs again so i had to miss sucks. football season anyway <laughs> <That's hilarious. laughs> Just, maybe football wasn't your thing <laughs> i could not keep myself out of trouble man it was a, what a disaster but yeah, i was a great great discount card salesman there you go this is actually a job interview for me i'm gonna try yeah. to be, uh, selling ads for <laughs> afterwards you guys afterwards did you ever tell me yeah, well we're money? trying to do discount cards actually is... <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to pull that back up <laughs> all right so I'm just hopping right to where I was in the conversation. (laughs) I've taken sales calls and I would say after four or five good pitches in a day, I'm exhausted. It is not that easy. Do you stand? What? I like, yeah, you got a motion creates emotion. Yeah. I I live Uh, by that one. You got a, yeah, like I said, motion creates emotion. Anyways. Do you uh, you ever put the mirror on your desk so you can see your face? Oh, (laughs) that's definitely, do you know, Robbie? That would not work for me. That would make me instant depressed. Rob just bums himself out. (laughs) (laughs) By the end of the call, he goes, you know what? I wouldn't buy for me. He's like, he's like putting on the the lines under his eyes, like a linebacker. (laughs) 80% intimidation. When I used to work in radio, we would have like stock pictures up on the wall of people that looked like the uh, the demographic that we were trying to talk to, <laughs> and we would talk to like thirty year old moms. Like that was our that was our demographic. We just talked to the pictures on the wall. Which if you were not in that world, that'd be the creepiest fucking thing to walk in on. Yeah, just a couple grown men talking to pictures on like we were eyeballs cut out of the pictures short from being arrested. That also season. sounds like that was a terrible marketer's idea for how to. How you should do the show. So I feel like part of podcasting, which is fun, is like I forgot that there are mics here. We're just fucking hanging out, being retarded, and you know people get to almost eavesdrop in on that. Totally different yeah, radio than like yeah. in corporate radio, Thanks, though, dude. right? Like this was I worked for both Clear Channel and Those Cumulus uh, over my years in radio, and it pillow. was uh, you know it's so corporate. You're talking in like maybe a minute long clip tops, right? If you're doing like regular drive time, you're just talking in like 20 second clips. So it's very, very different than the podcast world. And yeah, they, man, we'd creep out on pictures on the wall all day. There you go. So what I was getting at is I, I've done it. It it, it, it takes something out of you. It's performance. It gets a little bit exhausting. And that's what makes Trump's hour long rally so impressive that for an entire hour, He's just pulling it out of his fucking ass. Yo, you seen he's on Sudafed, right? That's mess. Well, yeah. that's yeah. Yo, that shit crazy. That's but mess. That, that, that... How old is he? 73? Oh, by the way, craziest yeah. person I've ever seen in an AA meeting. Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> 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 All right. So no one's ever been a better drunk than me. He uh, Sudafed. <laughs> I haven't heard anyone else pick this up, but I'm telling you, he slipped up on this rally. So uh, play the clip for us. Let's go to Michigan. Let's go to Pennsylvania. I'm North sorry. You Carolina, got the, the, the time scale was the yeah. Where am I? Remember that shit with Howard Dean? What five? <laughs> How many seconds was gone? There we go. We're going to China. You know, when I started this, <coughs> I said we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that, we're gonna do that. It didn't mean anything, you know. It's just like 
Another guy joined. What was it? No way. That is the most honest thing anyone's ever said in the history of politics. Oh my god. I was another guy. How did he say that? I was just out there trying to get elected. Okay, I'm saying I'll get you this, I'll get you that. It's like it's like it's like high school president. You're running for high school president. We're getting vending machines in every hallway. Longer visa. All the water. Play it again. And let it go a little you longer. You know, when I started this, I said, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to do that. It didn't mean anything. You know, just like <laughs> another guy trying to get elected. You know, they're all trying so hard. But it's tough. It's not easy. It's not. You know, when a guy goes out and they want to get people nobody shows, it's true. It's not easy. But when I started this... No, no, Solid dial back. That's normal. This is not normal. Do you think Stop, this is so normal? pause it. Uh, that was an honest hiccup. Yeah. yeah. That was an, and I haven't heard any of the news stations pick up on that. That was an honest fuck up. He's working off the cuff and he just yeah. said it because he was living in the moment. And right away he's like, I wasn't supposed to say that. And then he brings it back to the Dems. But, and now he's crowd working. Yeah. yeah. He's like, no, no, chill, <laughs> chill. Yeah, like chill. 15 seconds yeah. of nothing. Yeah. He's like, it's chill. No, this no, 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 that's normal. Russians. Fake. <laughs> he's like that right there. <laughs> he's the big J of the election trail. So, <laughs> there <you> go. <laughs> <laughs> nothing but crowd work. Yeah. The other thing that happened. Which was just really insane with uh, Trump this week, and they do it every year. And it's just, it's the next link. If you go a little further down, they do the uh, the um, turkey pardon. Which have you guys ever watched um, a turkey pardon before? Dude, no. shout out to Thanksgiving, right? What? Shout out to Thanksgiving is the Thanksgiving extravaganza. That's why we're back in the shed <laughs> doing it big. Um, oh no, no, this that's the wrong video. I'm <laughs> 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 My. <laughs> My, it's the uh, the AP News. AP News, dude. AP says, News. I just, just saw look, it. Look at my notes where it says AP News. <laughs> there you go. There's a video uh, somewhere in there. Okay. Have you, you guys have never seen? That's like uh, every year the president will. Uh, let me uh, set it up a little bit. Okay. Every year. Uh, the president, as kind of a goof, will pardon the turkey. Have you, you guys have never heard of this before? I'm aware yes. of this. Now I do. Now, now I know. Okay. And some, what about you? The oh, I've heard of it. I've never watched it. Me neither. So it, it goes down it. every year, and it's, um, I mean, it's weird that the president every year partakes in this thing, I guess, just as a joke. And then it's also weird. Like, I feel like if aliens watch that, that's some sick shit <laughs> where it's like, we know that eating animals is wrong. I eat animals. I'm not going to stop eating animals. But like, we know that it's wrong. You know what I mean? Like, this almost plays into that we shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, go for it. I would, if I was the president, I would pardon the turkey and then still fucking kill it and eat it. Well, <laughs> that's illegally. That, that I mean, point? it definitely gets killed yeah. anyway, right? Well, that's what I'm wondering. Where the fuck is there? Like, Where's this turkey? Is there lawyer? a museum of like turkeys that were pardoned that but are just living a good life? They, yeah, they're yes. living lavish now. They were pardoned. Is there no president? Wait, is there no president that didn't? Pardon it? Didn't, not as didn't, far as I, I know. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. Well, George Washington. He was like, "Nah, fuck it. We eating this turkey." Straight up though. He, no, it's he, not he, wrong. He, he it's not wrong. Like, Yo, that turkey looks a little too delicious. Yeah. We're not letting that one off the hook. <laughs> no. I'm pardoning another. I mean, before turkey. the presidency, they just ate Indians. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that Ben Franklin wanted the turkey to be the national bird over the bald eagle? Yeah. It, I've heard. I've heard such rumors. Yeah, we all fucking know that, man. Dude, you know a fucking twenty-two caliber pellet gun won't do shit to a fucking turkey <laughs> unless you shoot it in the head <laughs> or the Let neck. Me tell you. It's because the, the feathers, man. Yeah, it's like fucking. All right, leather. let's. Uh, we don't yeah. have to watch too much of this, but like let's watch meal. a little bit of yeah. uh, Trump pardoning the turkey. Birds butter, 
<laughs> I can't believe it's not butter. Handsome birds, butter, and his alternate bread. Thankfully, bread and butter have been specially raised. It's gluten free. It's alternate bread. Calm under any condition, which will be very important because they've already received subpoenas to appear in Adam Schiff's basement on Thursday. Wow. It's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> he pronounces the S in Thursday? Thursday? Yeah, hey, I'm not talking Thursday. Thursday. Like, that's the weirdest thing about the way he talks. <laughs> Didn't he make up a name for that guy already? Like, Shifty Shift or something? I'm sure. <laughs> Hundreds of people have. It seems the Democrats are accusing me of being too soft on turkey. But bread and butter, I should note that unlike... Previous witnesses, you and I have actually met. It's very unusual. It's better than any cartoon. Oh, my God. It is a cartoon. <laughs> it's so fucking It's not bad stand-up. I expect this pardon will be a very popular one with the media. After all, turkeys are closely related to vultures. I don't know if I like that line, but there is another truth to it. So now we reach the moment uh, bread and butter. Have that turkey even looks like itself. We're like, do I have to be included in this? <laughs> presidential party. Can pardons. you kill me like the other turkeys? Melania and I wish all Americans a very happy and blessed Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. We love you all. That came off a little weird. Butter, <laughs> let's talk to you for a second because I'm going to do right, something. That's enough this. Get him Melania a mic. And I, <laughs> what does he do? Melania They're going to give him a microphone. Hard as a turkey. And he, he look how proud he is. He's going <laughs> to. I'm going to do something that you're going to remember for the rest of your turkey life. <laughs> it's like, what? Right. It definitely so, gets eaten, though, right? No, it goes to a no, farm. You see how beautiful that turkey is? The turkey's fuck. It's going to some kind of Bread petting butter. zoo or something. <laughs> <laughs> he literally fired a speechwriter after that, right? He, like he goes, I didn't like that yeah, line. He just the said first, that. The first two jokes killed for a president. They killed, and he was like... This guy's great. I'm going to keep him around. Yeah. And he's like, turkeys are related to vultures. Who fucking wrote yeah. that? <laughs> breaks really like breaks that. the fourth wall. And... <laughs> All right. So I want to turn this uh, this festival that we're having here boring for a second. Because as we... Nice. Yeah. As we cover things that, you know, no one else is covering, such as that footage that you just saw here. No one else picked up on that. I want to talk about the repo markets. Before I do that, Joseph Roberts, when I say the repo markets... What does that bring to mind? What do you think I'm even talking about? I feel like a guy that comes and like takes your car, right? He just shows up and he's like, "Yeah, you didn't pay your bills, Jack." This. <laughs> hey, have you ever heard of uh, Q QED? The open no, uh, no, I'm sorry, not QED. I'm sorry, quantitative easing. Have you ever heard of that? Like they did QE one. Well, they did, they got up to three, right? Is that like where you go from one dimension to another? Yep. Yeah. Spot on. There you go. <laughs> wow. That's where they brought me out. Never heard, heard of that. <laughs> like quantum leap. They I had a friend it. that works for Renaissance Center. Okay. They used to repo <laughs> people's He's in another furniture <laughs> out of their house because they couldn't pay. And that's what I thought you were talking about. All right. So here's what's <laughs> here's what's crazy. That's I'm gonna blow I'm gonna blow your dicks off right here. Oh, you better back up. All right. So you go to a bank, you put a hundred dollars in the bank, you show up the next day, they don't have your hundred dollars. No. They maybe have ten of it, they lend out the rest. That's what they call fractional reserve banking. You correct me when I'm wrong. I've been doing mushrooms all night. The second I get something wrong, you just stop me, right? Yep. So banks, they got to have reserves. Reserve levels are probably, what, 5 or 10%? Yeah, so that's set. It's How technical do you want me to get here? That's set by the – it's called the Basel 
But okay, well, anyways, let's just go. Bezel. Let's just go Heart to keep bezel. it simple. Let's say bezel. bank reserves are ten percent. Let's okay. just say that. Okay. So that means that a, a bank can lend out basically ten times the amount of money that it actually. No, it's more than that. How much can they lend? Like if if I put a hundred dollars into a bank, they can lend out ninety of it, and they right. just have to keep ten of it. Yeah. Right. Okay. So now once you understand that that means like let's so you, you get a bank and let's just say that they have ten billion dollars. So how much does that mean they have to actually have cash on hand? So if it was ten percent, it'd be one billion dollars. All right, simple math. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. I'm glad I'm contributing. This is <laughs> okay. So here's the crazy part. So you already have that they only need to keep you know one tenth of what they're claiming they have there on hand, but they don't even need to do that because they use this thing called the repo market, where it's at the end of the day they're not at what the reserve levels are supposed to be. Another person will say, all right, listen, I'll hand you the cash you need to hit your reserve levels, and then tomorrow you can just hand it back to me. Because basically, the levels get checked, let's say, at the end of every day or whenever the fucking deadline is. So people start running up against the deadline, and they go, holy shit, I don't have enough for my reserve levels. So some other bank goes, okay, I'll give you this money so that you hit your reserve levels before they check, and then you hand it back to me. That's basically what a repurchase agreement is, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's a collateralized overnight loan. There's no interest on it? There is no, there is. You got to pay interest. Yeah, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. But so the collateral. But, but like, mm. take a car for example. Let's say you had to get a car inspection and your car d- didn't have wheels. So someone put the four wheels on it. So you pass the inspection, and then the next morning they take it off. Mm. It's kind of. I mean, it's not no, it's quite perfect. that, yeah, but that's basically what's going yeah. on. You don't actually have the, the amount of money <laughs> that you need to be a solvent bank. But people give you the money at closing times so that you have it when they actually check the books, and then by morning you hand it back to them, and you got to pay them some interest for that. So you, you can tell us more of the technicals there. Yeah, so that's actually spot on. The collateral that they lend against overnight are treasuries, usually. Before the financial crisis, they were able to use mortgage-backed securities. Right. We all know. But then we realized those were garbage, yeah, so that's not all- actually a hundred percent type item the, the point is you're supposed to be able to give some someone collateral that was 100 percent this has value right and so if something is it, it turned out that those had no value yeah so now yeah. people so now people do it with or institutions do it with t-bills treasury notes so uh, either t-bills or t-notes so they'll hand it off to another institution overnight take the money pay it back plus an extra penny or uh, right now that rates at like one and a half percent so they'll pay, that's that's annualized. Obviously, it's not 1.5% per night. That would be crazy. So they hand it back. They trade back in the morning. The uh, the repurchase agreement, that's what repo stands for. Um, they have it overnight. They have 30-day repos. But the, uh, I think Most of them are overnights. Yeah, the, the vast yeah. majority is overnights. Which is an, almost an entirely fictional transaction. I go, hey, it's closing time. You need to hit your reserve. Here's just, the money. Yeah. Give it back to me in the morning. Yeah, so the reason that they do that... Uh, like you said, is so that they can hit their numbers so they can maintain compliance with their capital reserves. Uh, but they also do it because it's a way to add leverage to your balance sheet to borrow more money without it showing up on your on your financial statements, right? So when you look at a financial statement and you're calculating somebody's debt to equity or debt to asset or coverage ratios, any type of ratio that requires you to look at how much debt they have, repurchase along with other some other some other types that I can talk about, but repurchase agreements, repos are type of debt that doesn't show up on that on that audited financial statement. So you're able to add leverage to your balance sheet. You're able to okay, hopefully so drive returns without so here's that the, showing up. So here's the craziest part about that. 
So when you already understand that a bank only has 10% of the cash that it is out of hand, and then it doesn't even have that because something like a repurchase agreement, it doesn't have to show. Okay, but now here's the even bigger picture that gets crazy. Amongst all the banks, there wasn't enough of that, not like the repurchase agreement money to send around. So forget that there wasn't enough liquidity in the system to represent all the money that we think we've put into banks. They don't even have enough money to be hitting the 5 or the 10% bank standard amongst each other. And it's not even like they need to have all that money on hand. They just need to have enough of it between each other that they can lend it to Borrow each other at closing plan. time. And now if you start to understand the way financial markets work, that most of the money in existence is not hard cash. It's actually derivative products. If you look at basically the like amount of money that exists in the world like if we look at all the money that exists in the world but how much of it is tied to a derivative product which the most simple would be like a call or a put option essentially yep. really a call option cuz that would create all right we're getting we're already getting too complicated the point is if there's a liquidity crisis amongst the little bit of money that banks have to lend to each other just so that they can close their books at the end of the day there must be some real systematic issue here and here's where it gets scarier the Fed itself doesn't want to say, hey, we're engaging in quantitative easing because then the public goes, well, that's essentially what there's a bank bailout. All of a sudden, you're just fucking bailing out the banks again. So they made up this lie where they said, hey, there's bad plumbing. The Fed just needs to come in and we got to take care of the, the bad plumbing issue here. And so we're going to add some liquidity to the markets. But the fact that the Fed can just hand a shit ton of money to the banks without voters, without Congress, without anything, without they don't even label it anything now. They just go, oh, we got to add liquidity like it's nothing. All right. I have ranted. Go for it. No, no, no. I think, oh, you're, I think your right. outrage is well-placed here. I mean, this is yeah. the biggest financial story since the financial crisis. And, and no one's fucking covering it. It's like a little yeah. blimp well, in the newspaper. Scarfunkle's bouncy right yeah, now. Oh, like, it's infuriating. <laughs> nobody, like, by the way, I somewhat understand, and when I say somewhat, I really mean somewhat understand finance, and I, don't, I can't quite wrap my head around this completely. Most of the time I try and read an article, it's completely boring, and when I try and find more information, it's limited, but then I'll just say and then one more crazy thing i was in college when the last financial crisis happened i was actually working at a hedge fund and uh i remember that incident just it, it started off hey there's a bear stearns hedge fund that's going under because of what they did with subprime mortgages and it, no one thought it was going to become a systematic issue <coughs> and then within three months all of bear stearns was gone and then you would have had you know I, I feel like this is going to be a bigger story that like is just kind of slightly going unnoticed at the moment. Yeah, so th this is a huge deal. Um, so I want to talk about, go back to fractional reserve banking for a second, and then I'll talk a little bit more about repos. Uh, so fractional reserve banking, I know a lot of big time anarcho-libertarians hate fractional reserve banking. I actually think it's not a bad practice. Boo, what I, but okay. Yeah, what I don't like is the government mandating what that reserve has to be, because the fact is we don't know what the safe reserve is, right? But I can tell okay you with that because, if the government says yeah. that the say that everybody has to have 4%, everybody's going to have 4%. Maybe well, the becomes, safe number is 10%, maybe the safe number is 20%, but maybe the safe number is 1%. Like we don't actually know, but if the government mandates a number, every single company is going to hit that number, right? So that and that that's the problem here, right? Is maybe some of these institutions, some of these hedge funds, some of these broker dealers, some of these big banks would hold more reserves. But if the government says, if you only hold 4%, you're safe, 
and we're going to cover you. We're going to take care of you. Why would they be incentivized to be safer? Why would they be incentivized to hold more than whatever that is? So I think in the free market, if it was totally free and unencumbered, I think fractional reserve banking would still exist because it is an engine for growth. Growth. It is a, It does provide availability for banks to lend out and make capital available for businesses to grow, but I'm not convinced that the number would be 4%. I'm convinced that the number would be higher. higher I just yeah. wish that that happened for me. You know, I wish they'd be like, hey, rent's due. Rent's due. I need to like, <laughs> I need to meet my numbers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fractionally. Fractional <laughs> rents. I had a question though about that. So when they're lending the other banks the money, is it all electronically? Yeah, yeah. Every, I mean, there's very little like cash that so changes. So they don't even re- actually even have to have the cash. They're just having like the but that's credit. That's what I'm saying when you understand Yeah, it's that, the like, number. It's even, just numbers on a computer. In the and fictional world transferring. of passing back and forth derivatives, which are not, it's not hard money. It's like these contracts against real money. You realize how much little money is actually existing in yeah. the system. Where is, where is all that real problem. money? There might really be. I'll just cut you off in your right? No, no, it's perfect. No, that's you're doing what I'm that. Where, so, where, like, that's what I'm saying. That. They don't even have to have the actual money. They're yeah, just Baker, saying. Man, where the fuck's our money? We're going to make this whole thing up. We're going to fucking sacrifice you, okay? We're taking yeah. mushrooms because it's Thanksgiving. You fucking robbed the country of the pilgrims. Mm. So, so listen, the derivative. The fact that we just went from, like, the most interesting person at your drug meeting to, like, <laughs> fractional reserve banking in, like, a matter of 30 minutes. Is, this but it is crazy because, like, where is that money? Can you, like, I want to see a picture of it. It's like the Golden Fort Knox. There's no Golden Fort Knox. That's my other conspiracy oh, for theory. Sure yeah, the, not. There is the no sure Golden not. Fort Knox. I just, so what I'm even saying is that the bigger bank is just known to have more money. So they can just be like, oh, we're just going to give you a couple numbers electronically. Look like you have what you don't. And, and they they don't. Don't, they're not even transferring actual things. They're just saying, here, take a couple of our numbers. That mean nothing. Because we're our, all our money is loaned out to who knows what, you know? Oh, but I'm just saying, did, I mean... You didn't want to go... Where is it? I don't know where it is. <laughs> who knows? In Saudi Arabia. I mean, I mean, everything is electronically transferred. Right? Like, right? If you buy a yeah. stock... Let's say you buy one share of Microsoft. Like, yeah. chances are you're not getting a paper certificate, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you yeah. move your money then from, I don't know, E-Trade to Schwab or to, you know, TD or something like that. Like, that's... Everything's electronic. So, I'm not as much worried about the fact that it's all electronically transferred uh what i am worried about is that you know the fed the fed told us that they were pumping money into the repo markets because oh you know quarterly corporate taxes came due on the same day as uh you know settlement date for some other derivatives and everybody needed cash and they didn't have it okay maybe i would buy that if calendars didn't fucking exist but i can tell you my calendar at work is booked out for probably the next eight nine months on like important events right minimum so you're telling me that these corporate treasurers don't know that corporate taxes are due and are not able to plan efficiently for that like that's completely ridiculous and if that was the case after those dates had passed, that liquidity should become available but again. But it's not. So yeah, we're yeah. talking. We're a couple weeks removed. We're a couple hundred billion yeah, like, dollars also, into this already. Relative, it's this is a huge deal that nobody's talking about. Relative to um, like QE one, I mean, I think we have we already spent as much money. I, I don't know. I'm asking. I don't know what like the total dollar amount was because back then when the Fed was buying up bonds, they were like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Yeah. So, so the Q. I mean, I don't remember the numbers exactly, so I don't want to. But this is a say. large number. It's, it's I not mean, like, listen, yeah. a, a couple hundred billion, even in the scope of the financial market, is not chump change, right? So yeah, it's a huge number. The other thing is. There's nobody voting on this, right? right? At least with QE, even if you hated it, and I did, and I think probably a lot of the listening audience probably hates QE too. Um, at least they voted on it, right? Like, like the that. Shutcast. 
I mean, it went, yeah. it went through it went through Congress, which again still is kind of, is kind of baloney, but it it happened. Um, so yeah, I, I have a huge problem with that. The other problem is, do you want to talk a little bit about LIBOR and SOFR? Fuck yeah, <laughs> <Does that? laughs> I do. So LIBOR right now, <laughs> for anybody that doesn't know what LIBOR is, is the London Interbank Offer Rate. Yeah, it is it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pimco, pimp code Jose over yeah, here. College education right here. Um, oh, so yeah, Ooh, no, I'm all right. so LIBOR has been described accurately as the most important number in the world. It's what almost every loan on the planet is based off LIBOR somehow, right? So your mortgage, if you have a mortgage, is probably it's partially based. It's, yeah, it's probably based off LIBOR. Right. If the LIBOR rate is at ten percent, you're not getting a mortgage for less than twelve percent. Right. The, yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. it's a lot lower than that now. Obviously. No, I but, get it. I'm just but the, yeah. obviously. You're right. I said obviously like a dick. Obviously. Yeah. All right. My bad. <laughs> Sorry. That was very snobbish of me. Um, Shit. But the so so. What's happening, LIBOR's sunsetting 2021. They're going to switch to SOFOR. Does uh, sunsetting SO- mean like... It's going away. Going away. Yeah. Right. So LIBOR's going away, and all those loans are going to be switched over to SOFOR, which is the secured uh, overnight funds rate, so the the repo market rate. Okay. The problem, everybody wanted to get rid of LIBOR because there was manipulation of the LIBOR. Can I just stop for a second? What are you guys cracking up about? I want in on the joke. Because <laughs> I didn't Sun know, actually, I was happy to ask the question. <laughs> but then when, when the answer was so obvious, I was like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we all did the same thing. I'm laughing because it's like, yeah, I know what that means. Now, what the fuck else are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you're talking about SOBOR, which I've never heard of. This is all new so, to me. SOFR, S-O-F-R. Sofer, so yeah. they're, swi- they're getting rid of LIBOR and switching to SOFR. The reason they're getting little rid of LIBOR is because a bunch of, as the media describes them, rogue traders were manipulating LIBOR. Right. The way that LIBOR is calculated is all the member banks, which is all the big banks you can think of, send to this committee what they think they could borrow, the rate that they think that they could borrow money at. Not yeah. the rate that they were actually able to borrow money at. The but rate that they, they, think they they could might they be able could. To get. Yeah. So anybody with half a brain can think like, oh, that's easily it's manipulatable, like if you ask right? Me, hey, we, I'm gonna go out and fuck some chicks. Who do you think you can pick up? And I'm like a fucking nine. Yeah, that's God. how hot I, I am. like that. His fantasy yeah. is not even a ten. Like his fantasy is like that's still just a nine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so obviously this is like a very manipulatable number. But the way that it's the way that this is set is. They get rid of any outliers right away. So if you're like, I could borrow money at negative 9%, right? Like, they're going to get rid of the outliers right away, and then they're going to find a number that's pretty much the standard across the industry. So it is manipulatable. People were manipulating it. But we're not talking about massive market manipulation. We're talking about a couple bips, a couple basis points, which in the scope of a trillion-dollar swap portfolio is going to be a ton of money, a ton of profit. And And you are stealing from people, so I'm not trying to defend manipulation. But... That's good. It, but mm. in the scope of like your mortgage or your adjustable rate loan or your credit card, it's not changing your life. You're not affected by that level of manipulation. Yeah, right? but small all, just, over a big picture. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I don't want to sound like yeah. – but the reason that I'm saying that, 
right? So that's why they're getting rid of LIBOR. So I'm building up to SOFR. Give me a cut. That's all I say. I'll keep my mouth shut. You just give me a cut. God, if I could figure out how to get a cut, I would not be in this fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Neither would we. <laughs> uh, Actually, yeah, we so would be. So, <laughs> so they own damn shit. <laughs> we'd just build a second floor. Yeah. <laughs> we'd still be in the same shed. Just be a little bit nicer. Throw up some Three drywall, story maybe. shed. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, with a doomsday bunker underneath. Uh, doomsday now you're shed. Fucking talking. Nessie, All right, now I'm you're trying talking to learn about, about the fucking. <laughs> now you're I don't even remember what it was called. The silver. The, whole, uh, <laughs> the sober salads. The sulfur. Yeah. The sulfur. Yeah. That's, that's right. Talk so about these farts in the market. So we're switching. We're switching to sulfur, and boy, farts. does it smell funny. Yes, it does. So they're switching to sulfur. Because yeah. LIBOR was corruptible. So far, sounds like it's more from the Jews, so I don't like that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I mean, like LIBOR, that doesn't sound Jewish at all. Sulfur? Sulfur? That's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> I'm with it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. Let's <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. turn it into a rally real quick. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is not what I signed up for. I am too circumcised for that conversation. So yeah, I'm a little too circumcised myself. <laughs> <laughs> I only I look like a neo-Nazi. So anyways, they switched to SOFR because LIBOR is corruptible. But the problem is SOFR is based off the rate on these overnight repos which is what we were just talking about. Oh, and then the, the governments can easily manipulate The reason that, that yeah. government has been pumping money into the, into these overnight repos oh, because is rate because rates the overall spiked, interest rate. Well, rates spiked to like 5 or 10% and that's why they started pumping money in oh, because that I, 5 I, or 10% Yeah, go ahead. I'm picking up the picture in my head and this is fascinating. It took me a long time to get to it, so I apologize for anybody no, no, who's not no, no, listening no. at double speed. The government needs to borrow money at low at, at a low interest rate. And they need to manipulate the market in order to kind of keep the whole system alive. It's a Ponzi scheme, and so they need to continually be able to sell their debt at a low interest rate. Uh, yes, but that's not, SOFR doesn't affect that. No, it would, because if the LIBOR rate went up to 10%, you think the government could still sell their debt at 1% or 2%? Like they're tied in and that it's like they're still have to be relative to every other government. So if if the LIBOR rate exists off of what the interlending bank repo rate is, it's advantageous to the Fed to be able to make keep that rate low so that no other interest rates in the entire world go up. It's another way of just adjusting, it, like manipulating overall interest Shifting rates. the Overton, Overton window on that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, li just quick. Syntax Sorry, correction. I'm sure that's over. Like I'm on fucking mushrooms. No, 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 no. I, like, awesome. I just pushed together like like nine. Things, like, <laughs> like these are awesome. a bunch of words I just heard <laughs> you it. say. Awesome. Uh, but, but put some marker to down. Observe that. But li Jostic. LIBOR LIBOR wasn't based on wasn't based on repos. So I just want to. Oh, so then I totally that. made up what I just. No, no, but, but hey, I know hey, that's uh, what you were saying. It, it is <laughs> it is believable, right? Yeah. So so the the Fed won't set its uh, its treasury rates based on. So for they did not set them based on LIBOR, but you are right in that they set them kind of s similarly uh, to, to other other countries sovereign debt because you wouldn't want to be the one guy offering one percent in a room full of countries that are offering three percent right. right? and vice versa. You wouldn't want to be offering three percent in a room full of countries that are offering one percent. Why not? Uh, so they're running on their own rules. They're like, we're, we, like uh, we're not going to run their rules, but we're going to come in and kind of do our own or thing. more competitive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but that's right. Yeah. Think, think of it as, a, as an investor, right? Would you want to buy a bond that pays you 1% or 3%? Oh, yeah. like you I would said, want... Not as I want competitive. The, I want the when he said you wouldn't want to, what he meant is no one's going to buy it. Yeah. Right. Okay. It, it's, 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 a mar it's just market, <clears throat> right? Just give me gold, baby. 
Gold always going up. <laughs> Gold is not always going up. But oh, I like where your head is at. <laughs> if one of my clients was like, hey, man, can you just buy me a shitload of gold? I'd be like, "Let's. why don't you come in for a conversation? Like, I don't know about all that. Oh, I'm going to do it for you. I just don't want it on my recorded line. <laughs> um, but the, pro- the problem with, yeah. with this SOFR, right? So because before the government was getting involved in, in the SOFR markets, right, or in the overnight repo markets, that rate was a market rate. It would adjust based on supply and demand. Right. When there's very little supply, that rate jumps up to 5-10%, which is what we saw happening. Fed jumps in. Now they're keeping that rate artificially low at like 1.5%. Um, and that is just another way for them to manipulate interest rates. So while That's what they, I was saying. Yeah, exactly. So well, yeah. so well, you you were spot on. You were spot on. Nice. So while there was problems with LIBOR manipulation, they were relatively small and done by private actors. With SOFR, it is on a governmental scale, the manipulation done at will by the Fed with no oversight other than by the Fed. By themselves. Fuck yeah. So fuck the Fed and fuck the fucking repo Hell markets. Yeah. And now, before we call it a show... Dude, isn't Sofer fucking Chris D'Elia's character in fucking uh, Workaholics? Maybe. I've been I seeing know. that Chris D'Elia video nah, playing in the uh, background. I think his name's Sofer really? in no. Workaholics. I was thinking of Ricky Sofer. All right. Anyway, <laughs> that the whole time. anyway, and the Fed. That's what we were saying. Uh, my whole life, I grew up. You could play it in the background while we intro it. Um, just uh, Alice's restaurant. Well, oh shit! Oh, we're in this. Yeah, we're. we're uh, so that's we're, why you're against Sofer. That's why I'm against the switch to Sofer. Also, there's some statistical measures yeah. like this. The stand, the volatility of Sofer is like so much higher than LIBOR. Which, if you have a portfolio of adjustable rate more Would loans. Make sense? Like you wouldn't want volatility in that. All so right, just you can start playing it and we'll uh Wow, it sure is great living in this abandoned church. Techie, you know the best place is to squat in. Ever since they threw me out of the shed, I knew I'd turn it around. This place is amazing. I just wish Harrington was alive to see it. Forget Harrington. This is about us now living in this church and never having to take out the garbage. That's the best part about living in this place. It's gigantic. A dream come true. I always said if I ever got my own place, it would be big enough to stash all the garbage. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. Walk right in, it's around the back, just a half a mile from the railroad track. And you can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. All right, we turn it over to the shed cast boys yeah, sitting in their shed, inside the shed. <clears throat> you know what I feel bad about? What we did to Techie. I don't know. I think he had to go. It was his time to leave the shed, get his Techie wings. Yeah, but the shed is supposed to be a welcoming place, and when he was sleeping on the floor of the shed, it felt like at least we were giving back to the upper-middle-class white kids of Connecticut. <laughs> I have an idea. Why don't we help him get rid of his garbage? You know how we always kept his garbage around and then we would throw it out? 
I bet his new place is just covered in garbage. <laughs> That's a great idea. So they went over to Techie's church. Jesus Christ. We're back at Techie's church. <laughs> hey, Techie, open up. <laughs> oh, sup, guys? You came to visit. I'm big stuff now. I've got my own place. I know. We're going to help you take out the garbage. It's so fucked up. But I don't want to take out the garbage. You're going to get eaten alive by rats. There's no rats here. This is a church. The Lord's house. They know that this is a holy place meant for my garbage. But look at it this way. If we clear out all this garbage, you can collect new garbage. It almost looks like you're out of place. Well, will you guys help me find my garbage? Of course. Alright. Well, that's not... <laughs> that's not the line. That's fine. That's perfect. Oh, what do you mean? It was, uh... It was that was how real life it was. Problem, Mike was bro. just like, yeah, of course. <laughs> I would never say we've, sure thing. We've been friends for years, no, dude. Of course I'd help you find your garbage. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. Walk right in, it's around the back, just a half a mile from the railroad track. And you can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. <laughs> so now we're outside of the dump. I run the dump. No, no, you're not the lady anymore. Now you're, now you're the dump man. Be this uh, as you. I run the dump. I don't talk like that. You talk however you want. You got. I, I run the dump. We are not picking any garbage today. But we we have to get rid of it. It is Thanksgiving. We don't take no garbage on Thanksgiving. But where are we supposed to dump it? Not at the dump. No dumping garbage at the dump when the dump is not open. That's why I am at the com- that's why I'm guarding this place. To make sure no one comes and gets any big ideas and comes here while we are trying to t- get the dump out of here. <laughs> it's all the dumps are gone. Come on, man. Can you cut us a break? It is Thanksgiving. No. The dump is close. Get- nothing gets dumped. I- I don't care if you are a corpse. Holy garbage from a church or a stomach full of diarrhea. There's no dumping. <laughs> so the shed ass boys left their dump and they got back into their car to, f- to haul some garbage we're back in the car what the hell are we gonna do with all this yeah this is garbage <laughs> well I could just take it back home no well what the fuck are we gonna do with all this garbage look <laughs> damn that's one hell of a clip <laughs> <laughs> Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Not my precious garbage. <laughs> <laughs> See, he threw all of his garbage off a cliff. You can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant. You can get anything you want. At Alice's restaurant Walk right in, it's around the back Just a half a mile from the railroad track And you can get anything you want At Alice's restaurant Alright, now They're back in the car Dude, I'm hungry Yeah, I've been smoking weed all day 
<laughs> Let's go to the diner and eat some turkey till we pass out. Perfect. Harrington showed me this one diner where they all will let you sleep in the booths. <laughs> we have homes. We're not sleeping in the diner tonight. <laughs> but let's eat that turkey. Uh, I lost my place. And so they ate that turkey. Went home. And went home. And then the next morning, a SWAT team burst into the church. <laughs> Whoa! It's the whole SWAT team. Have I been running drugs again? Listen, bitch, you're going to the slammer unless you tell me honestly. Did you dump that garbage down the hill? Eh, I guess that's it. You brought the whole SWAT team over s for some garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a bad idea to get rid of it, too. <laughs> I guess the Lord also came to you in a vision in your sleep and said, uh, and said that we need to return to the church. Did you dump it down the hill? <laughs> yes, and I'm ready to repent and retrieve the garbage. Retrieve it? You're under arrest. You have the right to remain silent, and I have the right to eat what's left of your turkey sandwich. I know you have cuffs on, but hold the gravy. I'm gonna dip my sandwich in it, bitch. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, a lot of deep research on that tech character. That was <laughs> spot on. <laughs> no way. <laughs> and so Techie went to jail. His wife was real sad, but then someone told her if she went born. to the courthouse and posted bail, he could be released and they could go back to collecting garbage together. So she decided, why not bail out my husband? He's been in prison two weeks and we both probably blew some dudes and learned our lesson. <laughs> Never take out your garbage. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. You can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant. Walk right in, it's around the back, just a half a mile from the railroad track. And you can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant. <laughs> 